To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode is also brought to you by pbandjoey.com. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for the all-new dark roast coffee. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey, folks, open an account today with Weeble, and with just a $100 deposit, you'll get four free stocks. And if you refer a friend, you'll get two more. Such a simple way to start a portfolio with the power of a desktop, tablet, or cell phone. With Weeble, you'll get zero commission fees, access to pre-market trading, and in-depth analytical tools for more advanced users. If you want to support this program, go to positivesarcasm.com, click on the Weeble banner in the contact section. That way, I'll get free stocks, and you'll get free stocks. Now, that's something most of us can agree on. Terms and conditions do apply. See Weeble.com for more information. Thank you to Weeble, and please trade responsibly. Bored housewives, so they're generally hitting Moscato too because they need something sweet in their lives because their husband is sour. That ring on your finger? Some pygmy died digging that out of a hole for you to say I do and ruin some guys like yeah look at that dude he's got a hernia shaped like a bag of pretzels that he just you're ate. going to Thailand you're going to smash some dude going over there for guy time but it's not with his buddies what does it say on the bottle well if it says that on the bottle why did you put it on your head all these actors did was shut their mouths because they didn't want to be run out of Hollywood now a bad batch of Chinese food has you blowing insurance premiums on vitamin f- D. Too much. That's who we're I going sound like Bill Mar. Really, John? Really? really? We can't do this anymore, Auntie. I'll see you at the bar mitzvah. It's almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f- yourself. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. Happy Sunday, everybody. Well, it's probably going to be Monday by the time you actually get this, uh, you know, download into your little portable device. But in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can directly, directly message me through me, through me, through... What is the matter with me? Just got my alpha brain back. Sorry, folks, but you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on the TikToks. TikTok's an odd one. You can also uh, email me directly, positivesarcasm at outlook.com. Or you can just go to my website, positivesarcasm.com. There's all kinds of interesting nuggets of knowledge and information um, there. And you can contact me through my website directly, positivesarcasm.com. And you can go to the contact section, click, and uh, give me all your information. Your social security number, your address, your firstborn. And I'll, I, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, anyways, moving on. Um... Long ass weekend, a lot of information. I'm trying to uh, get. I'm trying to figure out the next stage uh, of my life uh, as some of the uh, legal proceedings come to an end, at least on uh, on my end of the spectrum. Um, God knows I'm definitely on the spectrum, but I'm um, just soaking this all in for the year that I don't know if it's it shouldn't have been or maybe never was, or I'm not really sure how to put it all together. Because this is all, even though I got chased back, and even though, well, technically never really was mine, but, I mean, in all metaphorical sense, he was definitely my dog. But just trying to, I don't know, just trying to reflect on everything that has happened in the past uh, six months, and in the past few weeks, and in the past couple days, and in the last 24 hours, 
And seeing how, as I get a little older, as uh, maybe I, I feel like I sometimes I'm getting a little wiser. Sometimes I feel like I'm a complete fucking retard. But, you know, as I stare at these walls and I look at this microphone and I check on these emails and I respond to fans and I respond to, uh, you know, clients and things like that and trying to be a little more, I find it difficult to be social now more than I've ever been. I don't know what it is. I mean, at least back then I was like, I had no problem um, stating my opinion. I had no problem just being amongst people and really just, I don't know. I wasn't, I was never really a super, um, I was not really a super, you know, extrovert and everything like that. I would get exhausted. If I became like the attention or the life of the party, I would become so exhausted. I'm one of those people that when, pardon me as I sip some coffee, I haven't done this in a while, actually drink coffee during the podcast, hot coffee. If I would go to a family function, the first thing I would do is go behind the bar. And with my family, there's always some type of bar. There's always a wine bar or a shelf or a big table or some or one of those beer pong tables. There's always something. And people are always going for the drinks. And I'm always hiding behind that thing because it's like, well, I got nothing of value. To, that's my first assumption. I have nothing of value to say, but my hands are idle. Make use of them. So if I'm not shooting video or building a Lego set, well, I better start serving drinks. So that's like my, that's my thing. Um, hell, at my niece's wedding, I was mistaken for the actual, uh, an actual bartender who was hired for the night. And people would get upset if I was out of this certain type of wine or something like that. And it's like, and you want to respond as the uncle, but then you're like, this isn't worth it. So you just kind of like, you know, just let it pass. But that's about as far as like socially, I would, as long as I was doing something of value, I was of value. I was being helpful. I didn't have any war stories. I wasn't, uh, I didn't do anything important. I wasn't, I didn't like talking about this, like the podcast or the video stuff I would shoot. I mean, they'd ask about sometimes, or actually for the most part, they really just, people just don't care. I mean, they really, I mean, they don't. I mean, I think Casey Neistat said it best. It's like, look, 10% of people just want to see you fail. But you either have not talked to those people, have not, excuse me, talking. You have not spoken to those people in a long time, or you've never met these people. Hell, there are people that, uh, I just started doing these music reactions just a few weeks ago, and I enjoy doing those. And thank you for all the comments and the thumbs up and everything like that and the, and the music requests. I'm, I'm going to get to them. Uh, but then there are people that all of a sudden it's just like they leave a giant comment. Like if you leave a comment on YouTube, cool. Nothing wrong with that. Chances are the creator of the video might respond or give you a thumbs, thumbs up or maybe the community will respond to your comment and – that's pretty cool. You know, it's like it's engaging. It's a social engagement, whether it's, you know, face to face or over YouTube. But if you're a person who leaves like three pages worth of comments and it's all, you know, it's all like, you know, matter of fact or negative or it's like, first of all, know your audience. I just showed up to the party. 
and I'm just here to have fun. I'm here to react to some videos, and I may not get all the facts right. I'm trying to piece this together. I'm not technically savvy when it comes to musician mu- musicianship, but I'm just having fun, and I'm paying homage to these bands that I enjoy so much for their talent and their ability to be so creative. And um, sometimes these people in these comments are like, I'm like, I get it. Like, I'm self-deprecating, and uh, I know that a lot of the stuff I have to say doesn't really have uh, much value, but some people find it entertaining, and that's enough for me. And some people donate to keep me ent- to see to have me continue entertaining, and that's great. But you're just gonna talk shit, and that's it. It's like, okay, well, that's pretty much where you stay in the comments. But, I mean, I think about these things, and maybe as I grow, um, as the channels grow, uh, I won't think about it so much. Or maybe I will. Maybe the little things. There are some comics that if 99 people in the audience are laughing but one person is it, that comedian will just stare at that person. It'll just throw them off the whole night. But as a comedian, you're really just aiming for 30% of the crowd at that point. You're really just hoping that you get a niche of people. I'm just looking for a niche. I'm not looking to take over the world. I'm not looking for everyone to like me. I'm not going to be like John Cena and pussy out to the Chinese Communist Party because I accidentally called Taiwan a country, even though it is. I don't, and I, I'm, I'm not looking to make everyone happy. I'm not. Because I know I'm a, I'm a person who isn't capable of doing that. Like, I'm trying to do what I can, and I'm trying to, you know, help people out who are either willing to pay me or maybe I'm just doing them a favor, and sometimes that doesn't work out. Sometimes it pisses people off, or sometimes I screw up, or whatever, but I don't know if I've, before everything took place and to now... I don't know how good I was socially back then. I felt like I was a value. I was out of the way. I was an expendable family member. I was an expendable friend. I was an expendable, um, you know, whether it be an employee or uh, or or a service member or whatever. But when I mean service member, I think I'm saying it wrong. Like if if I had a client, you know, they need they could. I was an option for them. But at least I felt useful then. Now I feel like I'm just. Like, the clock is ticking, and I'm not sure how I'm going to get myself out of this mess that I'm currently in now. I mean, what's the mess? Well, I mean, I'm obviously uh, I'm in a town that I don't really know, um, in a place that is not my own. I call it the Spare Parts Studio, and for good reason. You know, a Spare Parts Studio is a, play, is a, is a studio that's just makeshift. It's not an official studio. It's just made up of parts that I've collected over a long period of time that don't cost me any money now, that are very low maintenance, and you can make it look like a studio. You can make it look like a thing where you can get online and you can be professional to the most degree that you can be, and uh, you go from there. But it's a metaphor for just taking the mess that is your life and managing to piece it together in a way that is of use, of real use too. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. Like I'm spare parts and I'm just trying to make sure that even though a lot of me is obsolete, that I'm still of use to society. There's nothing worse than feeling useless. There's nothing worse than feeling like you're in the way. 
And I get, you know what? I get that. That's the thing that I deal with all the time. I, it's a, it's, I'm very self-conscious like that. I try to play things off. I try to joke things away. But in the meantime, I know like I'm trying to do this and this and this and this and this all at the same time to get to a destination where I'm not reliant on anyone for any reason. But I know there's hundreds and thousands and millions of people out there right now just trying to seem useful. Hell, the people out there that are trying to find their identity. I get it. I get it. There are people out there right now with identity crises. They don't even know what fucking gender they are. They don't even know what pronoun to use. They haven't been taught the right thing. They're just trying to seem... It's not that they're, it's not that they're trying to find out who they are. They're trying to find out how they can be useful. That's a hard thing. That requires guidance. That requires guidance of your skill set. You have to be taught how to... How, you have to be, number one, taught that you have a skill set. Two, how to find your skill set. And three, how to utilize it. When you learn how to utilize it, that's when you learn how to monetize it. Or learn how to make yourself useful. I mean, hell, you can become a priest. Priests don't make money. Well, Joel Osteen does. But you're trying to become useful. You're trying to be a member of society who puts, who gives people, who gives the masses faith. That's an admirable gig. As long as you're not raping kids, it's an admirable gig. You're doing something that you think you think it's you feel it's right. You give people faith. You try to comfort people in their time of pain. You try to uh, press upon them these values that you deem to be true and of use to society, which I can agree with on some on many levels, many levels. Um, but to be that's the worst feeling in the world is not being of any use. And to understand what your identity is as a human, first of all, you're human no matter what. I can tell you that. You're human no matter what. It doesn't matter. Everything else is biology. What matters is your use. And you have to, we, we all identify as human. We all identify as hum, human beings who the vast majority of us are of use. It's just a question of can you be taught that you are useful, and what skill sets do you have that we may be may, we may find useful? A lot of people out there just having that problem. I feel bad about that, but at the same time, we're in a situation where a lot has changed over the past two years. Everything's changing from minute to minute. It hurts me. It hurts you. It hurts your friends, your family, your coworkers. We're all just trying to figure our shit out. We're all just trying to figure out what's going to happen next. We go through the, I, I stroll through these news feeds every single day. Stimulus payments? When's the next one? Child tax credits? Are your jobs at stake? When's the next market crash? You know, home prices through the roof. Rent prices through the roof. You know, lower middle income citizens can't afford to, to they're going to be re life, lifetime renters. Paycheck to paycheck. It, it's it's taxing on one's spirit. It really is. It's taxing. It's so emotionally taxing that you can't even afford to think for your... You can barely afford to think for yourself. You can't afford to think for other people. And you become ultimately very selfish. And that's when the compassion dies. That's the when the compassion dies. Basically, you're so focused on thinking about yourself, you have no time, no money to think about others. 
I'm in a situation where I can't really think about others, but I can't help but think about others because it's in my nature in two ways. One, because I have a selfless nature to try and help people, just because. Um, and two, it's because I feel like if I don't think about others, I'm doing something wrong. You, there's a ways to interpret that, but that's kind of how I feel at times. you know. And I see people out there having fun and posting their pics and doing all this stuff, and that's great. Good for them. There's no reason why you should be hating on other people's uh, good fortune if they've done nothing to you. You know, just you just wish them well. Great, congratulations, good luck, have fun. You just have to focus on you. You have to find your way to be useful, and it's not going to be easy. I can't tell you how hard it's going to be for me over the next couple months, knowing that you know, pardon the phrase, winter is coming. Yeah, we have winters up here in the Northeast. But I'm not a person who, at the same time, I'm not one who, quotes, quote, runs home to mommy when the shit hits the fan. Because I don't consider that to be an option anymore. Hell, somebody at my age shouldn't. You know, it's my job to figure shit out in the toughest of times. And I have to figure out things not only for myself, but for my best friend. You know, that's... My dilemma. And I tell you these things because it's honestly what's on my mind. I have articles here that I would love to talk to you about with. I, I may I may get to them. You know, I may very well get to them. But these are the things that are on my mind. And it seems like when I speak of things, I turn out to be right. You don't believe me? Go back to my, one of my older podcasts. Go back to February and check out a podcast called Event Horizon. Go check that podcast out. Listen to that. Let me know if I was on to something. Let me know if I was on to everything. Now, maybe too little too late. But at that time, I didn't sign the mortgage. At, but here's the thing, if I didn't, well, who who the hell knows where I would have ended up? Who knows? Who knows what would have happened with my best friend Chase? How I ended up here? I have no idea. This is so all the sequences of it's a sequence of events that one can argue is made up of free will. Now there are those such as uh who's that guy? Sam Harris argues that it's not it's not free will it's basically a data set in your brain and it's it's predestination it's pre-configured that these are the decisions you're going to make and blah 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 i don't that's for other people that are more set um they're smarter in that area for me to for me it's like okay i made a decision this is the path i took and this is where i am now knowing that this is where my radius of life choices needs to be within the next, whether it's 30, 60, 90, or 120 days. Or maybe longer, I don't know. I Like I said, I don't know. When my closest friends said, we don't know what's going to happen day to day, week to week, month to month. We don't. He's, he wasn't wrong there. He was definitely along the wavelengths of the things I was saying back in late February. But I tell you these things because these this is the stuff that's on my brain. I spent a whole weekend 
with my best friend and uh, my friend friend's other dog, who's it's not the brightest bulb. I mean, he means well. Um, you know, just hanging out, you know, just relaxing, getting away for a, a day or two so I could reset for another long week of searching and inquiring and messaging and prepping and focusing. And it's just, I'm not going to give you all the details, but obviously I'm looking to move forward in my life. And it's all there of the things I've been trying to do. And now that I'm looking at all of my debt to income, and it all, for the most part, reads zeros, all zeros, which is cool, you know, great for me. Only took me 37 fucking years. What do I do now? What do we do now? Excuse me. What do him and I, my best friend, do now? Where do we go? And my decisions will affect other people. That's the thing. If I make a decision on where to go and what to do, it's going to affect somebody else. You understand, if you go and get an apartment, if you, quote, get the apartment or get the condo or get the cottage or if you get the house or you buy the condo or you buy the house by the ocean, somebody else didn't. Somebody else lost that. They lost. People lose. They lose all the time. They lose bids. They lose family. They lose friends. They lose jobs. They lose money. You have to understand, when you get an apartment, when you get a house, when you get a promotion, you get a job, you get married, somebody else loses. There's no equal opportunity outcome in, in any of these scenarios. No, there's always losers. But those losers, and I count myself as a loser in some in some ways in this scenario that, of life right now, as not a learning experience. Have I learned? Yes. But what if, what what I have lost in in some ways. I've won in other ways. I've opened the door for other opportunities, not just for myself, but for others. I've learned a lot about the legal system. I've learned a lot about the real estate system. I've learned a lot about what I truly want out of my life, although there are definitely a lot more question marks now. And I know this started about, I know this whole rant or diatribe started with uh, a small side nugget about me and my character and my social skills, but that's a major factor. That's a major factor. I, I never really like to bother people about my stuff unless I'm paying them. And even then I'm asking for their permission. But it's like, what am I going to do now? And how is that going to affect other people? What can I do now? And how does that affect other people? That's another factor to consider. Because I have to make, I have to make decisions and I have to constantly search every single day in order to keep my dreams intact, in sight, or even possible. There's no laziness on my part. I make mistakes all the time. I screw up every day. In some way, shape, or form. I always do feel like I'm doing that. And I've always felt like I was a person who was running out of time. But I've been making some strides. And I'm always like, 
in a confused every day I wake up I feel like I'm in a confused dazed state where, where you know how did I end up here it's like I I feel like one of those really old gaming computers that's still hyper fast but it takes a few extra seconds to load up that's me in the morning I'm a gaming computer that's five years old hell maybe 10 years old and I take an extra 10 to 15 seconds to boot up and some people apparently don't find that to be fast enough. So they trade me in or they give me away for a new model. And they overpay for it, obviously, because gaming computers are super expensive. They go from $900 to $2,000. To $2, Especially right now with the price of inflation. But for those 15 seconds of me trying to boot up, I am so confused. I'm sure some of you listening right now or watching are definitely confused, but this is how I am. I wake up in the morning, I go, how, how am I going to make today successful? What can I do? Or sometimes what can I not do? Sometimes it's just a matter of if I wake up today, what's the best way I can go about not fucking anything up, not screwing up, not getting myself into trouble, not responding to this, not spending a ton of time on social media or anything like that. It's just what can I promote? What can I create? How hard can I work or just maybe I should just coast through this day and not cause any problems because tomorrow is when the road truly starts to get paved. That's called working smart. I could bust my ass one day and then all of a sudden I wake up the next day and I'm too pain I'm too much in pain to get out of bed. I don't I don't know. That's never happened. That doesn't happen to me. There's no such thing as really too much pain. I mean, I've had days where I've got out of bed and felt so bad I've thrown up. But I solve those problems quickly. But I think about, I'm constantly thinking, how am I going to resurrect this situation? Or rectify, excuse me, not resurrect. How am I going to resurrect myself is a, good, is a good thought. But how am I going to rectify this whole situation? How am I going to save more money? How am I going to build more income? How am I going to acquire more wealth? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? How am I going to create more content? What more content is there to create? Is the content I'm creating selfish or not applicable or, I don't know, outdated? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea but to try. I have no idea but to find out. I'm just finding out things every single day. But I am thankful that I wake up to my best friend every morning. That truly is it takes away that tequila sunrise of a morning where you're wake up waking up drunk and confused and not sure where you are or what your path is in life i already have that established but i wake up and I, I i know he's there and it's like okay you know i did this i accomplished this this was not a hard this was not an easy nor cheap feat but i did it I did it. And I did it in a very short period of time. But at great costs. And now I have to figure out within a short period of time, although it feels, every day feels like an eternity, what the hell am I going to do next? How am I going to pull this out? How am I going to manage to keep everything abloat, af abloat, afloat? My mind, my physical body, you know, my health, the thing that I, I've spent so long working on. How am I going to put it all together to make sure that it's 
mostly just me doing the legwork. Honestly, I know things for sure. Like if you if you're going into if you're, you need to defend yourself in court, you don't do it yourself. You hire a lawyer. If you need to fly a plane, unless you have a, a, a pilot's license, you book a plane ticket. You know, you there are some things you can't do yourself. You have professionals do it. But everything else, I pretty much do myself. <clears throat> but right now, things are crazy. The crazy in a way that they're not totally in my favor. But maybe at the drop of a hat, they will be. Remember... I guess some words of hope for for you that's listening. If you're looking for a job, you only I'm, I'm I'm not I'm just stating for you. I'm just coming up with these random examples. If you're looking for a job, granted, it, maybe it could be first of all, right now it's not it's not a hard thing to find a job. But if you are looking for a job, remember it only takes one person to hire you. If you're looking for a, a part time a full time job. You only need one person to say yes. Okay? You only need one person to say yes. If you need a part-time job, you only need two people to say yes. If you're looking for somebody to take you out or go out on a date, you only need one person to say yes. There's seven billion people on the planet. One of them's going to hire you. One of them's going to want to go see a movie with you. <coughs> you know? One of them is going to say yes. Searching takes effort. There's tons of, I mean, you go fishing, it's like, ah, there's not a lot of fish in the sea. One of them is going to bite. I get it, the housing market's crazy right now. Something will come up, you just have to look. You have to look and focus and sometimes make compromises so that you can t take a step towards what you're looking for. But you have to. To stay active. You really do. Like, I watch Chase sometimes, and he just... I just know... First of all, I don't think this dog will ever catch a squirrel. Ever catch a chipmunk. His odds of catching a, 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 catching a small animal are low. But they're never zero. They're never zero. Because I've seen that dog dig. Like, he just digs. Because... What squirrels and chipmunks do is they dig these little burrows. And you think they're like snake holes or mole holes in in your in your yard or in your lawn. No, that, those are chipmunks. Those are those little brown bastards making freaking foxholes in your backyard. Dogs know this. And some of them, especially mine, are very good at smelling them out, sniffing them out, cornering them. And they'll dig, they'll dig, and they'll hunt, and they'll follow that path, and they'll take that, they'll continue that pattern because they know that's where you're hiding. I never thought my cat, I had a cat once, by the way, I never thought my cat would ever catch a chipmunk, ever. And then all of a sudden, one day, walked into the apartment, had a chipmunk in its mouth. Thought it was dead. Thought the cat killed it. Put the the, the chipmunk on the floor. Chipmunk came alive and just started running around all over the apartment. Hilarious. But the cat caught it. There's a chance that that dog 
works really hard, and one day that chipmunk just trips or comes around the corner a little too quick without paying attention to what he's doing, and boom, got him. Why? Persistence, preparation. And one day, chomp. Gotcha, sucker. It only takes one. It only takes that one time to take it to for people to take you seriously. That's all you're looking to do. You're only you got that one shot, that one opportunity, as Eminem says. You're just looking to get that one angle to, to you know when a running back sees that hole, and he's only got a, maybe a second to to take that shot and run as hard as he can through that hole before it closes. Because if he gets that, if he hits that gap just quick enough before it closes, he's breaking. He's breaking for the end zone. He's gone. You ever seen those running backs? Some of them, once they hit that hole, they've now hit full speed, and they are just gone. They just, it's like, holy shit, where did he come from? Practice, preparation, man. He knew that at one time that game, you know, those fantasy guys, those fantasy uh, players, they're sitting there. They got they're they're running back. He's got, you know, one catch for four yards and, you know, six rushing attempts for 12 yards. You know, he's down. He's down by 30 points. And all of a sudden, you know, Daquan Richards or whatever the frick his name their names are now, just finds that one gap at the 10 yard line. At the 10-yard line. And all of a sudden, whoo, he's off. 90 yards, touchdown. You just beat your competitor. So, these by talking about these things and reviewing them and understanding them, I can better understand where I'm going with my mindset, what I'm going to do, where I'm going to be that I, I still have a chance. Each day brings another possible opportunity. A lot of times I don't find shit. A lot of times I'm looking at this or looking at that, and I don't find anything. It's just a slew of bad articles, or it's the same real estate, or it's the same this or the same that. Or the same people like you and the same people hate you. You still got the same subscriber count. Your checking account looks exactly the same. Nothing's changed. The car, The miles in your car are still going up. You got to drive this far to get to this place. It sucks. Gas prices are going up. Houses prices are going up. Child payments are going up. This, that, and the other thing. The only currency that has any value right now is, is um, I think I just spoke about it. What the hell is it? Being genuine. Your character. Being of genuine character right now, being truthful and honest is a real currency right now. People are looking for that. People are not looking for Instagram filters. People want to see people who are actual of genuine character. What did Winston Wolf say in Pulp Fiction? Just because you just because you are a character doesn't mean you have character. That was a good movie by the way. So I'm trying to figure things out. I'm thinking about things in all different angles. And, you know, obviously I feel like a, I felt like I was a complete idiot this week. 
I didn't have my alpha brain, which I take religiously. I know you guys probably argue about against that stuff, but nootropics and all that other stuff, it helps. It helps my brain start to exercise better and think better and think faster and think more broadly, so I make less mistakes. Remember, if you make if you make one decision, you turn the corner, you forget to do your laundry or something like that, and then all of a sudden, you know, you have to go back to do that, then you forget to do something else, and then you miss one more thing, and then it butterfly effects. Next thing you know, you've pissed somebody off. So you're trying to eliminate mistakes and not play things off like you don't care because you do care or you should care because it does matter. Everything you do matters to some degree. It depends on what it is. My looks, my thought, my effort, it all matters to somebody in some way, shape, or form. And this podcast matters. My new channel matters. My concept channel, my original channel matters. And I only want to put out good stuff. I don't want to abandon anything. I love this. I love doing this. Because I know it's mine. I know it's pure. I know it's upset some people. But I know it's really... People like to know that there's somebody out there who isn't afraid to say the truth about how they felt or how things really are. And I do have fears about the market crashing or what have you, or, uh, you know, what China's doing in regards to Taiwan or, you know, John Cena and, you know, turning into a complete giant vagina or what's going on in politics, which we don't discuss on this podcast. We only talk about the cultural asset aspects of things. We do not discuss the P word on this podcast. We will make fun of China and trash on the Chinese Communist Party as much as possible here. But that's about as far as it goes. But I try to think about these things. Sometimes I don't want to just sit here and talk about articles. I want to just talk to you guys and let my brain flow because this is a free flow. This podcast is, as I've said before, a free flow of consciousness. So by getting this stuff out of my head, it allows me to think better. It's basically the same thing if you have a note or a notepad or a journal and you write things down. Nobody else is going to understand it but you. And hell, maybe you don't understand it. But maybe someday you will. Or maybe some parts of it you will. And by doing that, it allows you to think through things. It allows you to think back to a time that maybe you weren't so clear-headed. So you go back and look at the notes, and then maybe you're like, oh, so that's what I was going through. So why was that? You know, people block shit out for the longest time. People... People have brilliant thoughts go through their mind every single moment of the day, and they just forget about them because they don't write shit down. That's just that's just the straight truth, you know? And I'm wrong about stuff often. Actually, probably not that often. I'm, I would find myself... I actually would... Let me rephrase that. I'm behind on things often. You know? And when you're behind on things often, that's just how it is. You know? But I try to be nice to people. I try to think ahead. I try to stay out of everybody's way. I try, I'm trying my best to do things that put me in a place where I'm here, I'm at peace, and let's go from there. You know, I'm not far. Like, I'll be honest. I'm closer to my dream than I, I realize. But I'm always thinking about now, next week, next month could take a few years. I don't want to take a few years. I want this shit now. Hey, setbacks. 
opportunities will arise. Some things you do have to wait for because they're completely beyond your control. You know? Yeah, there's things I want to do to the studio, but that has to wait. My laptops are in great shape, so great. But I'd love to upgrade my mixer. I would love to update the, the arms and the microphone. I would like to do that. I'd like to do that. I really would. I think it would help. But I, it has to wait. It all has to wait. And because of that, I don't smoke cigarettes because it costs money. I don't smoke weed because it costs money. I don't drink. I don't buy booze because, well, that also costs money. So I eliminate all that stuff. Oh, I drink so much coffee. I drink all this fancy coffee. I buy it in bulk, which is the cheapest way. I buy green coffee and roast it myself and grind it myself and brew it myself. Not only is it the most delicious way to have coffee, it is also the cheapest way to make coffee. So my biggest indulgent is one of my cheapest things. Yeah, true. Could I eliminate it? I could. I don't think I'd be a fan of it. But it's so inexpensive to do that it doesn't exist. And that I've worked so hard to pay everything else off that it is now a factor. I used to go to Starbucks freaking five times a week. I don't do that anymore. That was only a couple of years ago that I used to do that. Literally a few years ago, I was going to Starbucks every day. Doesn't happen anymore. I quit a lot of stuff. I quit the gym. That was 30 bucks a month. Quit doing that. Don't have any subscriptions except for Pandora, which is $4.99 a month. But I don't have any Netflix, no Amazon Prime, no HBO Max, no Disney Plus, no Hulu. I don't have any of that. None. I'm wasting time. I'm wasting money. Why not? Why am I not making content? Why am I not out there taking pictures? Why am I not uh, doing weddings, shooting video, making content, making posing music for competitors? That has value. That gives me an identity. That's my identity. That's the perception of me. That is truth. That's what I want to do. There are people out there having major anxiety because they just don't know what's coming. They don't know what to do with themselves other than go on Instagram and, or TikTok and just fucking complain or Twitter. But you're not producing anything. I get you're trying to raise awareness for this, that, and the other thing. There's so much down the pike that's coming, that's happening right now. And you're not aware of it. I get it. You're being an individual and you're trying to do your own thing. But if you guys can learn anything from my situation, it's that you need to be prepared and independent almost all the time. I said something a long time ago about if you, like, I get it. For plenty of you, college has value. For me, it didn't. For me, that 34 grand that I spent in college, I could have made that in two years. From the ages of 18 and 19, I could have had 34 grand, but instead, after two and a half years of college, I owed 34 grand. So I would have 34 grand, and it could have been in the stock market making dividends. And... Over the next few years, you could have a house in the state, in, in my state, essentially anywhere you'd want. 
anywhere you want. And this is stuff that should have been taught to us. It should have been instilled to us. But that education isn't there. It isn't there, and we suffer because of it. They don't teach us about how these these things work, and it's not complicated. It's just an investment in yourself, and it's not there, and it's not fair. We have to go look for this shit? I didn't learn how to tip until I was fucking 20. I didn't know that you're supposed to give your your hairstylist money at the end of the thing. I didn't know. And then I turned 21 and I'm like, you're supposed to do that? And I ha- and then you get mad because they're like, I haven't been doing that this whole time. And I've been going to this person every fucking day. Not every day, but every week or every two weeks to do this. That's such a harsh reflection on you. And it's like, well, what happens after that? Well, you're traumatized. Now you have to over tip. Now you're compensating for all the times that you didn't tip when you were younger because you didn't know any better. So now you're tipping 30, 40, 50%. Why? Because you want everybody to appreciate what you've done. You you can do that. We appreciate you for your service and appreciate me for over-tipping you. And that's my way of saying to people, hey, I'm, I'm a value like me. I'm a good customer. I'm a good client, you know. I'm a good neighbor. But that's my perception. I could be a ter- I don't know. I could be a terrible client, a terrible customer, a terrible neighbor. I could be a terrible person. I don't know. It's only my perception of what I see in the mirror every day. It is. I mean, I could be a terrible... There are some people out there that hate my guts. They despise me. But I look at those people I'm and the people I'm thinking of, I fucking despise them in so many ways that if they were dead tomorrow, I would piss on their ashes. But I accept that, that this is a mutual hatred, and I move on to the next thing because there's nothing I want to do about it. Not that I, nothing I can't do about it. There's nothing I want to do about it. So I move on to the next thing. All right, am I a good tipper? I don't know, am I? Well, I'll have you decide. I I get my haircut every two weeks. My bill comes between somewhere, my bill comes to somewhere between $28 and $36, depending upon the week. And no matter what, whether I do get a discount or I don't, I always give $12. So let's say it's $36 and I give $12. So that's 12, 24, 36. So that's a 33% tip. Is that good? If that's good, let me know. If it isn't, let me know. I'll step my game up. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to ask that question. Because it, it's sometimes good to ask these questions. Sometimes it's good to ask, am I a good person? Can I be doing more? What else should I be doing? Where else should I be looking? Because you can never be an expert on everything. You'd have to be 500 years old, and you'd still know only a quarter of everything. And the minute you knew a quarter of everything, you would know less because everything has changed. So I'm just asking, is that a good amount? And if it is, great. I'm not going to pat myself on the back. Is that enough? I work, uh, you know, I work a full-time job. I come home. 
and, or I come back here and I work some more. I come, I, I, I work some more. I work out. I take my dog for a walk. I work out. I prep my food. And then I work some more. I do music video reactions or I play with video. I do the podcast. I create more content. I check in with my clients. I take care of the posing music. And then I do all my research and I do my studying and I do my homework on the things that I'm trying to achieve. Am I doing enough? Am I working hard enough? Can anybody ever work hard enough? They can work themselves to death. Guys are notorious for doing that. Am I doing enough? Am I not doing enough? I guess that's the question. Do I look okay? Am I healthy? Am I doing my hair right? I shave. I, I cut my. I, I shave my face Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Is that good enough? Is that good enough? I feed my dog. I don't feed my dog dry food. I feed him chicken, rice, tuna, salmon, eggs, sweet potato, carrots. Still only just peas, but I'm trying. Blueberries whenever I can. Good water. You know, olive oil, fish oil. Is that good enough? Am I doing enough to take care of him? I'm asking the question. Is it an actual actual thing? Am I doing the right thing by him? Health-wise. I let him sleep on the bed right next to me. We hang out in the morning. We hang out in the afternoon. We're always together whenever we can be. Am I doing enough? If you're in the same boat, are you doing enough? It's always a question you could be asking. Am I doing, uh, what can I be doing at this very moment to better my situation? Every second of the day, overanalyzing. Am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating the right food for my body type? You know, should I be taking PEDs? Should I not be taking PEDs? Should I be on TRT? Should I not be? I don't know. How much is that going to cost? Can I afford it? Should I hold off on that? I am getting a little older. You know, I look, I look serviceable to whom I have no fucking clue. Should I be dating right now? Well, that's an obvious answer in my opinion. No, obviously there's the, uh, there's a hierarchy of needs and guess what? I'm not fulfilling it right now. I'm not fulfilling that. Therefore I shouldn't be offering it. So I'm not gonna. There was a point in 2019 where I did and I was able to. Therefore, in 2020, it was a possibility. Not doing it now. Not doing it now. So I'm really like, and I'm definitely a person who is of the understanding of if I can't afford it, if I shouldn't be doing it, then I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And you should be of the mindset of as a person, if this is not a good idea, if I can't afford this, if I can't afford that emotional attachment, then I shouldn't be doing it. You have to be honest with yourself. I go to a I mean, this all this whole rant started from me and me being social, socially aware. That's part of the gig. Am I, when I go to parties, am I, or I go to friends get-togethers or family get-togethers, am I doing what I should be doing? 
Am I greeting the right amount of people? Am I talking enough? Am I listening enough? Am I helping enough? Or am I doing what I should be doing and just staying out of the way? I was invited. I don't self-invite my th- myself to anything. I always assume that I'm not invited until I'm invited. And I try to make sure that my footprint isn't at a place that I left. I always try to leave things better than how they were. Or as if I was never there to begin with. So when I'm at a get-together or something, I try to make sure that I'm not in any way, shape, or form in the way. And it's like, oh, then what should I bring? Well, then you have to understand, everybody's bringing something. Do you need to bring something? Maybe you just showing up and then not eating all the Doritos is probably the smart thing to do. My only thing when I go somewhere is that I can bring my dog. That's it. That's my only caveat. That's in my writer. That's in my rider that he comes to because, well, he was expensive, number one, and two, he's my best friend. He doesn't leave my side. That's it. That's my rider. And he's probably better behaved than I am. So those are the things that I, that's my only rider. Other than that, it's just me and him. Plus, I got my friend. I brought my friend. Instead of bringing a six-pack of beer, I bring him. And then we just hang out, we relax, and then that's it. And now I've got my friend that I hang out with and I talk to, even though he doesn't speak English, but that's fine. And everything looks the way it should. This perception, this overanalyzing of your situation and what you could be doing or what you should be doing or what you should not be doing, it all leads up to what's going to happen the next day if you do the right things and you make enough effort to get to the next step. I mean, am I going to wander... After all is said and done, and you, quote, did everything right that day, or you did everything right that week, or you did everything right for the next six months or the next two years, you could still be like Cain and Kung Fu and just wandering the earth. You know? You could. That's a possibility. And for some, that's an option. For me, I don't know. I don't have that. I don't know if I have that in me. I, I do like having a attachment to a setting that brings me peace. Because I've always been in chaos. My life has always been chaos. It's been, my life has been, when I think back, holy shit. My life has been in chaos since, oh dear. Ever since I left college, I got fired from my restaurant job. I got, I left my car sales job. I got fired from my human resources job. Um, I got laid off from my uh, uh, first healthcare job. And then I quit, moved on to another gig and then there's documentation of that. And then I went from place to place to place to place. There was relationships in there that completely collapsed. There was, you know, roommates and roommates and places and getting and having to leave and homelessness, obviously. And then some places where I was pretty good for a while, a while and then that fell apart. So I never really had 
a solid setting. I've always known chaos. I've always known uncertainty. Got to admit, after over 15 years of that, gets pretty fucking tiring. So I can tell you that for many of you out there that are not sure, that are much younger than me, and not sure what your goals are, I can tell you right now, keep shit simple. Keep it simple. There's no reason why you should have four streaming services. There's no reason why you should be going and getting booze every other day. There's no reason why you should be going to Starbucks every single day. There's no reason why you should have a giant closet full of expensive clothes. There are some things that are far more concrete, hint, hint, that you should be focusing on. And it's not, I'm not telling you to give up your soul for a career at a place and an ideal and a position that you don't necessarily agree with. There's no reason to give up your soul for a small cape in a small rural town. If you do, it's your choice. But there are ways of keeping things simple at such an early age where if you have the right guidance and the right community and the right people around you, you can do wonders very quickly. It's just a question of how you plan on holding on to it. And as long as your financial and legal attachments are minimal, there's less likely to be any chaos going forward. You look at these celebrities, these Hollywood celebrities, these TikTokers, all they do is create chaos. They're loaded. They got tons of money. They got tons of fame. They get tons of uh, reaction. But they create chaos. But they can afford to. You can't. There's enough chaos already in your life that you have to set in order. That's what you should be focusing on. Guys like Jake Paul and Logan Paul, that's not your thing. The Kardashians, that's not your thing. That is not your thing. That is not what you should be doing. There, are, I mean, if you want to pursue dreams, such as being a comic or an actor, or a podcaster, you can set time aside for that. And it's going to be a lot of time. And it's going to require a lot of sacrifice. But you have to start early, and you have to have some type of plan. Some, it doesn't take a huge plan. You can just be talking about for the first six months about, uh, about uh, what are your plans going forward. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what your plan is going to be going forward. Well, I, I, I bought this. You could literally just turn on your microphone and be like, well, I got this microphone. I got this arm and I got this mixer or I, I don't have this mixer. I just have it plugged into my computer and I'm talking about this and I have curiosities about that. And uh, I've been making my bed a certain way or I have this bump on my leg that I'm curious. Do you guys have any thought? And you could just go and you can experience. And from that, you'll learn. And then from there you can teach. So these are the, this is a free flow of consciousness that I have been experiencing over the past several weeks. And it has culminated, culminated to today. Because for the past week, I haven't been taking any brain meds, my, my brain supplements. So I've been stupid for the whole week. And I've been on it officially for the past two days. 
And after a long hike and kind of a tiring week, I'm now at the position where like, all right, some of the sparks in my head are now are now going. So let's chat. Let's have a chat and see here's where I am. Let's reflect. Let's not pretend like the things that didn't happen over the past three, four, five months didn't happen. No, it happened. Well, here's where I am now. Here's what I want to do. Here are the thoughts that are on my mind. Here's how some of it relates to you. And then let's see what happens tomorrow. Because there is a tomorrow. Things are going to happen tomorrow. It's a Monday. The stock market is going to be open. You're going to have to go to your job. You're going to have to look at your bills. You're going to have to figure out where you live. Another mile is going to be tacked up on your car. You're going to have to be making payments. Your loved ones, your close, your closest person to you has questions or concerns or dreams. They have to be addressed. You have nutrition that you have to be paying attention to. Your body needs attention. Your lawn needs to be mowed. Your mail has to be picked up. Your laundry has to be done. All this responsibility, I can't handle it. No, I think you can. I think you can. I think you can do it yourself. At least most of it. But this is where I'm, I have some major uncertainty. But I think when this shit hits the fan, I will come through with something. And then after I come through with something, I will immediately set off on the next thing. But now that I'm a little more aware, and I know exactly, at least in my mind, what I want and where I want to be and what I need to get there, at least a better idea of it, I can now aim for that. And it's just a question of how long is it going to take? And do I have it in me? And we will find out. So thank you for those who listen, those who subscribe on the audio format. Thanks you, thank you to those who subscribe in the video format. Thank you to those who have been subscribing to or been sticking with me on my original YouTube channel. And those who are now subscribing to my new reaction channel. I'm trying all this stuff out. I'm having some fun with it. I'm having some difficulties with it. But I'm trying new things with this new software that I've never really tried before. And I've had some successes, and but more successes than failures. And I'm working on it. So um, if you guys have questions, concerns, or some of the answers to the questions that I've been, uh, that I've conveyed to you in this episode, well, just message me. Message me. Email me directly. Just, you know, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. Or you can contact me directly through my website. Of course, if you want to support the podcast, just go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. It's in the contact section of my website, positivesarcasm.com. There's a donate button. Any amount, literally as little as a dollar, is doable and appreciated. Obviously, you know, a million, if a million people donated one dollar, well, thanks. Uh, there's also a Weeble affiliate link there, too. So if you click on the Weeble app, there is a, uh, if you sign up and you deposit, you'll get free stocks, like actually tradable stocks that you can sell and you get money back. It's like really like it's that awesome. And then because you used my referral link, they'll give me free stocks too. And that's awesome. 
Like they'll give me like a stock that's worth like nine bucks and they'll give me two of them or they'll give me four of them. That's like 30 bucks or 40 bucks. That's great. So in any way that you appreciate my content in whatever channel that you appreciate my content, that's the way you could say thank you. Or you can just email me and say thank you. Or just hit me up in the comments, like, subscribe, share it, tell a friend about it, respond to it. We'll go from there. So you can find me on the social medias. You find me on two YouTubes. You can hit me up through my, my actual channel, my website. And uh, I guess I'll talk to you next week. I'll work on some video reactions too, and I'll get them posted as well. But in the meantime, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll talk to you all next week. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation. Thank you.